0: We will do this twice a year Uh, we'll do this twice a year uh, the impartation service um, on new year's eve and well and in the future we'll do it twice a year but the whole it won't be a pre uh, a pre-teaching and then this the whole service will be the oil and the cloths and it will be communion it's an impartation service unfortunately the devil does a pretty good job of making men devalue what god created so you see these little commercials on tv about previn ike prophets such, 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 who, you know, send me $50 for this special oil that came from Israel. No, it didn't. It came from a grocery store, you know, and, and send me $20 for this cloth. And because men have perverted that, it makes the authentic men kind of shy away from it because of the way that it looks. When the truth be told is we should do it publicly and make it right so that people can see it the right way. Because, you know, you get these guys on television and they talk, my favorite ones are these ones. Any you, you ever been to a church where they had those lines? $20 line, $50 line, $100 line. You know, I seen one that had $10,000 line. And I was at a church one time, and I just went to investigate because they had a quote-unquote prophet. And he was doing a pretty good job. And then the offering, I left at 12 o'clock midnight because the offering had already been going on for an hour. Let me get this right. God told you to do this, and then take him a whole hour and a half to raise his own money? I was out. I'll handle this business. And so uh, and he had them lines. And, and you know, the bigger the money, the bigger the prophecy. Don't <laughs> no, none of them come to pass. Oh, I already got one. Thank you. I made sure in advance. You know, so you see all of that type of stuff. And so, so um, let me read to these. I mean, what's going to be about? Give me about 10, 15 minutes, and then I'll be ready. Let me read these to you right quick, because uh, you can just hold that in your hand. Um, How many remember the story of Moses and uh, him freeing the children of Israel out of Egypt? Um, It says in Exodus 8.21, If you refuse, then I'll send swarms of flies on you, your officials, your people, and all the houses. The Egyptians' homes will be filled with flies, and the ground will be covered with them. But this time I'll spare the region of Goshen, where my people live. Goshen represents, it's a spiritual Goshen also, where my people live. No flies will be found there. Then you will know that I am the Lord. And that I am present even in the heart of your land. I will make a clear distinction between my people and your people. This miraculous sign will happen tomorrow. See, right now in the world, there is no clear distinction between the Christians and the world. We're doing everything just like them. Okay. Exodus 9, 6 through 7. The Lord did just as he said with another plague. The next morning, all the livestock of the Egyptians died, but the Israelites didn't lose a single animal. Pharaoh sent his officials to investigate, and they discovered that the Israelites had not lost a single animal. But even so, Pharaoh's heart remained stubborn, and he still refused to let the people go. When you read the Bible, just so you know, you have the actual individuals. You have actual Egypt and Pharaoh, but Egypt always represents the worldly system, and Pharaoh always represents the devil when you read the Bible. Exodus 9.23. Moses lifted his staff toward the sky, and the Lord sent thunder and hail and lightning flashed toward the earth. The Lord sent a tremendous hailstorm against all the land of Egypt. Never in all the history of Egypt had there been a storm like that with such devastating hail and continuous lightning. It left all of Egypt in ruins. The hail struck down everything in the open field, people, animals, and plants alike. Even the trees were destroyed. The only place without hail was the region of Goshen, where the people of Israel lived. Every time you see that, you should say amen. Amen. Because we live in spiritual Goshen. Exodus 10, 21. Then the Lord said to Moses, lift your hand toward heaven and the land of Egypt will be covered with a darkness so thick you can feel it. Uh, I heard a testimony of a person that the Lord caught them down to hell so they could come back and warn people. And they said that when they were in hell, they said the darkness itself had a nature and you knew that the darkness hated you. You can have that. mm. I will do whatever Jesus tells me to do, you can have that mess right there. I burned myself on a barbecue grill about three weeks ago, and as soon as I hit my hand, hit that charcoal, I literally said, you can have hell, I'm not going there, I'm not doing that. It's not. Evie Hill said he ain't going to hell because it has no exit signs, and I don't go any place that don't have no exit signs. Mm-mm. You can have that place. Jesus, I done lost my place just thinking about that. Where am I at here, Exodus 10:21. Okay. it says, I'll cover the land with a darkness so thick you can feel it. So Moses lifted his hand to the sky, deep darkness covered the entire land of Egypt for three days. During all that time, the people could not see each other and no one moved. But there was light as usual where the people of Israel lived. So the Lord blessing you in times of calamity and keeping you healed while everybody else is getting sick and keeping you prosperous, that's supposed to be an as usual thing. That's not supposed to be a every once in a while we tap into as usual. I see the Lord is blessing you. Yes, as, we need to get some t-shirts. I feel something. I feel a T.D. Jakes anointing. As usual, I'm blessed by my father. sitting up here with these messages, hold on to God's unchanging hand. He's on the inside of me. What I need to hold on if he's on the inside of me? It's just, just religious. It sounds good and you running around the church. <laughs> 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 just and the Angels are like, in the spirit realm, like, look at this cockamamie foolishness right here. This is some mess. Jesus died for the men. What is man that you are mindful of him? We told you not to create this man. He's been embarrassing you since the garden. Some angels, the Bible says the angels are very confused about how we act and they can't understand why we don't accept what God says. They don't understand disobedience. Remember what God told that one group um, um, in Old Testament? He said, obey the angel because unlike me, he will not have mercy on your disobedience because they don't understand why you would disobey someone like that. We Exodus 12 12 through 13 on that night I will pass through the land of Egypt and strike down every firstborn son and firstborn male animal in the land of Egypt I will execute judgment upon all the gods of Egypt that battle in between Moses and Pharaoh was also a battle between God and Satan in the Invisible realm for I am the Lord But the blood on your doorpost will serve as a sign marking the houses where you are staying when I see the blood I will pass over you this plague of death will not touch you when I strike the land of Egypt. So with this particular plague, God told them, okay, now with this one, he said, this is a hefty one. So what you need to do is kill a lamb. Had to be a specific lamb, specific instructions. Here you go, I want to kill a goat. <laughs> and then you wonder why little Johnny did. He didn't tell you a goat. He told you, See, that's what we do. And then we complain to God. Why well, it's not working, Lord? Because you're not working. When God gives you an instruction, obey the instruction in detail. (laughs) Y'all laughing, but you know good and well by a show of hands. God tell you to go left, you go right, because you think he don't know what he's talking about. Because when God gives, let me tell you something. God will never give you an instruction that makes sense. If you can get that through your head and remember that every single time God gives you an instruction for your advancement, it will not make sense. I know they hurt you, but go give them $100. Uh Uh-uh. It's not gonna happen, Jesus. You and the devil will make up for I give them 900 dollars. It's not gonna happen. He's on. Oh, and then you wonder why when he gives you the hundred dollars, that person then comes to you crying in two months. That was a word for somebody. Oh, y'all remember what the Bible said? Bless your enemies. Uh-uh. No. I I can't see the person. I can't see the person that did me wrong being blessed above me. And the Lord says, if you would bless them, that's how they're, you're going to be blessed above them. You bless people to do you wrong. What you don't feel is how the Holy Spirit convicts them after you bless them. But you keep trying to figure out God's mathematics and his science and his technology. You can't do that. Can an ant understand the human being? No. Therefore, you can't understand God. Exodus twenty-seven twenty. Command the people of Israel to bring you pure oil of pressed olives for the light to keep the lamps burning continually. There are some things that you can do and it will make things happen continually, but you have to keep doing it. Now, because I'm really ahead of time and we're almost done here, I'm gonna give you a story that I shared with him yesterday, because I know some of you have not seen these because of all of the new, I should say all of them, but the new faces. Now, this is a he- Y'all ready to go to the bottom of the ocean as I say? Whenever I say that, I'm about to take y'all deep. Y'all ready? You got your snorkeling equipment on? <laughs> you in the submarine and the door's closed tight? Okay. Now, this is normal overseas. There was a man that woke up. Right, some of you heard this testimony before. There was a man that woke up like 20, 25 years. Let's just say 20 years. There was a man that woke up 20 years later to his wife in bed. And when he woke up, he looked at her and said, who are you? She said, I'm your wife. He said, no. She said, You don't know who I am? He's, he said, he said, You're the prostitute I met 20 years ago. You can't be my wife. Okay? And so argument ensued. This was in the paper. This happened in Nigeria, by the way. And so, because God uses physical objects in order to um, manifest his power a particular way. So, you know, now what's interesting is how many of you know. In our mind, it's just like, well, didn't God know who was in the house and who wasn't when the death angel came through? Yeah, he did. But there are certain spiritual laws in the spiritual realm that require certain things. So in order for that death angel not to hit that house, there had to be blood on the post. Okay? One time Moses was praying to God and God told him, stop all that religious praying. He said, I'm working through the rod. He said, use the rod. That's why when Moses made water come out of the rock, he had to hit the rock. All those different type of things. Okay. So, but what she did was, she met this man and really liked him when she was a prostitute, so she went to a wizard or a witch, whatever, and, and um, they created a ceremony by which he would fall under the powers of dark um, hypnotism, where well, your mind goes blank, and, and because she wanted him as a husband. So they did the ceremony, and the, and the witch doctor told her, he said, now nah, you're going to have to do this once a year. He said, as long as you do this ceremony, because the man wouldn't save, so if he was saved, it wouldn't have worked. Well, it might have worked if he was still slave. Well, you sleep with a prostitute saved or not. You know what I'm saying? And so got to make clear things up, you know. Um, (laughs) So they did the ceremony with these particular objects. And he said, you got to do this once a year. He said, if you do this once a year, could have been twice a year. He said, if you do this once a year, he said, the man will stay your husband without him knowing who he really is. So every year, so the man married her, Everything. And and so once a year she would go to the witch doctor, she would do the ceremony. Remember what God said? He said, use this oil and do it continually. Okay. So she would do the ceremony and it would keep that curse alive in the spirit because spiritual things control physical things. So well, she did it for so many years and for so long and it worked so well, she figured that by this time she no longer needed to do it. It's a reason why the Bible says only those who continue to the end will make it in. Okay. So she figured, well, there's no reason for me to go to the witch doctor anymore because we've been doing this for 20 some years. And so it's set now. Married, 20 years. We have kids. Everything. They had several. I think, man, I had like six, seven kids. And so, so what she did was she stopped doing what was necessary to manifest the success in the physical realm. She got lazy. She stopped. Didn't think it was necessary anymore. And because she didn't go back that year, the spiritual curse broke. And the moment it broke, he woke up and didn't know who he was married to. And realized that a 20-year curse had been placed on his mind. And the end of the story is, he kicked her out the house and kicked the kids out the house. It's crazy, ain't it? That's insane. And that stuff is going around the world. The Bible says Satan blinds the minds of those that do not believe. And so, and so this is what I mean by Now, let me, let me ask you something. If it works that well and that powerful on the dark side, if I do it on the right side, I'm supposed to be afraid of what they say is about to take the planet down? I'm just supposed to be afraid of some invisible virus just... Man, please, I'm supposed to be swimming in the bathtub. Just, you know what I'm saying? That's why John G. Lake went to the doctor and said, Put the poor." he said, Pour the bubonic plague on my arm. And I don't suggest she try this on, until sure she's right with God. He said, Pour the bu- bubonic plague on my arm. And the scientists watched as the bu- bubonic plague hit his arm and died under a microscope. Right. All God's children are supposed to walk in that. Yeah. We can't, because the Reverend said, We can't stay open. We got to hide. You'd be my guess with that. If David had a hit, it's the same. It's always the masses that hide. It's always the few that take on the power of the masses. David comes on the scene and a whole army behind the king called Saul that is trained for war hiding from a giant. And one boy took down a great big old giant because of one reason. He was not afraid to face the machine. And if you are not afraid to face the machine, you run at the machine. And as you run towards the machine, God empowers you to destroy the machine. So it's going to be a question of which direction do you run in in the last days? And guess what? Y'all, I'm going to tell you this again. It's worse stuff coming. Now, last time we kept the church open under the obedience of the Holy Spirit. Next time he might say, shut down. David won a war. He won it this particular way. And then says the enemy regrouped and came back. And he said, Lord, should I go up against them like last time? He said, nope, this time change the tactics and go around the back. So no matter what victories you have had in the past, you got to seek the Lord about the next victory. It's all about seeking the Lord with every moment. Here, we, Watch this. Next one hit. And we're like, y'all remember what happened last time? Uh, we're getting ready to stay open and broadcast this time. And then we all die. Y'all know me. You got to watch what you say. Y'all, I didn't really believe. I'm just saying that that's the dangers. Y'all. Lisa prophesied that this was going to be a, be a year a, a bunch of pastors died. They've been keeping that real quiet. Pastors dropping like flies. And I don't, I don't know if they are keeping it quiet because they are scared, but, but I saw a report about how many pastors that have already died this year from the virus. I was like, oh yeah, because God is using it to take some leaders out. If y'all knew how many, if y'all knew some of this stuff, some of these quote unquote wicked pastors were doing to the sheep, if you knew if I have another woman to come to this church and say that she was sleeping with her pastor and that he threatened her life if she didn't continue. That's not a wise thing for me to hear. I'm one of them dudes that might have to do, go back to the Tupac days and do a drive by and just <laughs> accidentally drop a grenade on your porch. Just, I don't know how that manhouse came down to the ground. Let me tell you something. Real men of God are not them pansy types. They're not them pansy types at all. I'm not one of them pansy types. You know, but, but so God will say, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, stop molesting the kids. I'm telling you, stop, stop, stop messing around with these women. OK, stop. I'm telling you, stop. Stop stealing the church money. Stop manipulating these people. Watch this. Stop giving the entire congregation bad food. And you won't stop. And they are unfortunately, because what happens is every seed reproduces after its own kind. I'm always teaching people how to be, how to protect themselves. I'm never interested in what a pastor is preaching. I'm always interested in what his, he is living. You don't get what he preaches. The impartation comes from what he's living behind the scenes. And that can be difficult to tell. So one of the ways that you tell is pay attention to his kids. If you don't like what you see in my six kids, know that that's what I'm reproducing in you when I preach. That's why the preachers don't like me. Cares not. I didn't open up the church to be friends with preachers. I mean, no, the preachers in Jesus, day couldn't stand his behind. That's why he started with street folk. Showed up on the scene. I need some street folk who don't know nothing about church and religion. I need y'all to watch me for a few days not go to Bible school for three years and come out. Remember what the Bible said about, Jesus told them, he said, he said, when y'all send the guy to Bible school, he graduates twofold more the child of hell than when he started Bible school. That's what Jesus told the religious leaders. What does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> y'all, you you got to read the Bible carefully. I joke all the time. My favorite quote by Jesus, I've been waiting for a candidate of baptism and I don't think it's gonna happen before I get to heaven. When Jesus said, I am from above y'all are from beneath ooh that's i 'm just waiting on the right person. I can use that on I just maybe it's c n n or something i don 't know I just oh y'all just pray for that opportunity to arise and i 'm just crazy like that let 's get back okay <clears throat> so that 's why he said you have to do that continually psalm eighty nine twenty I have found David my servant with my holy oil have I anointed him. God always has something that he declares His, you know. So when it comes to the garden of Eden, it was the tree. He said, I created all of these trees in nature. He said, leave that one alone that's mine for a special purpose. When it comes to people, it's the Jews. He said leave them alone out of all of the nations that i have created he said that one group i have a special purpose for this when you give your life to christ you are no longer white mexican puerto rican african-american heaven then calls you jewish the bible makes that clear now you can go to heaven as an african-american if you want to i'm trying to go as a jewish individual you know what i'm saying dark-skinned jews light-skinned jews mixed jews puerto rican jews you know i don't know how the puerto rican thing flew in there because i don't know but just saying okay and in and, and, and the bible See, so we created all this stuff. In the Bible, you're either Jewish or you're Gentile. Two categories. That's it. Jew or Gentile. Family of God, family of Satan. When you give life to Christ, you become Jew. Okay, And so when it comes to people, it's the Jews. When it comes to money, it's the tithe. When it comes to fruit, it's the olive. God, and I could have kept going with this, but that's a separate teaching. God always has something that he declares his for a special purpose. That's why I tell people, tithing is not a money-making scheme by men, even though they've turned into it. Tithing is a divine transaction with heaven, because that 10% is something that God says, that's what I reserve for me. The same way that he reserves the olive fruit for himself. The same way that he reserves the Jewish people for himself. The same way that he reserved that tree for himself. And I could go on, but that's a separate teaching. So he said, this is mine. This is my holy oil. And it has to be olive oil. Don't go to Kroger because they got a discount on aloe vera. <laughs> we ain't interested in tea tree oil, even though we use tree oil big time because it has great medicinal property. He said the oil that he reserved to use for your personal manifestation is olive oil. Say amen. Psalm eighty-nine twenty. I have found my servant David. I have anointed him with my holy oil. I will steady him with my hand, and with my powerful arm I will make him strong. His enemies will not defeat him, nor will the wicked overpower him. I will beat down his adversaries before him and destroy those who hate him. My faithfulness and unfailing love will be with him, and by my authority he will grow in power, just as a result of being anointed with this oil. So what's in your hand? The oil of progress, the oil of protection, the oil of breakthrough, the oil of vengeance, and the oil of favor. See how things, when you explain it from the Bible, wow, this makes common sense. James 5.14 Any sick among you, you should call. See, that was supposed to be a question. Is there anyone? Not uh, Not an assumption where you know when you get old you get sick based on whose standard. Is there any sick among you? You should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anointing you with Oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick and the Lord will make you well. And if you have committed any sins, you will be forgiven. That's what the oil is used for. Mark 6, 12. So the disciples went out telling everyone they met to repent of their sins, turn to God, and they cast out many demons and healed many sick people, anointing them with olive oil. Many a times when we are casting demons out of individuals, sometimes we'll use the oil. Every time we put it on, they start screaming because it burns them you out there using aloe vera and, and sage on the demon and wondering why he's just rejoicing and smiling. I don't care what these witches tell you. Sage does not work on demons. Now, they might smell it. It might irritate them because they don't like the smell. You ain't using no sage to get rid of no demon out of your house. Who told you this foolishness? See, that's people on the dark side that can't figure out how to get rid of the very creature they invited. And then watch this. That's what the creatures say. Give them an idea that sage makes us go. And then when they burn it, we'll leave for a little while. And then we'll come back in two months to give the impression that it works. These dudes are masters at deception. what do you say? Mm, yeah, you might as well. Uh, you can use it on your fruits and vegetables and stuff, you know, and spaghetti, but. <laughs> ain't no fruits and vegetables getting rid of no demon. The name of Jesus gets rid of them. Yeah. Holding your ground with that, okay. You know all that other stuff. Now, now, now this helps. Okay, um, Holy Ghost oil. There are certain other high-level things that we can do to them to make them leave because they hold on. You know they. You know um, people have said, well, you know, I'm, I'm done. I'm serious. When we first started doing this, people from other places would judge us and say because they had heard that we were casting out demons every weekend. You know. Um, Usually at this location, what happened in the service, we'd have to take them out. Saturday location, on Saturday, it would always happen at the end of the service when my wife prayed for somebody. I always get nervous when my wife praying for somebody. I'm just, are we going to be here for 15 minutes or for five hours? You know, it, just ha- it happened twice this past week. It just happened twice, just praying with the people. And you look over, not a person on the floor. I'm like, oh, we're about to be here uh, for two or three hours. Okay. And so she said, hey, man, yes, that's not a negative thing. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, babe. I did make it look kind of bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> You know, and, But Wednesday would happen at the end of service. And so when people found out that sometimes it would take five hours to root this thing out, they were judging us. Oh, it can't be that real, because Jesus said you just come out immediately. First of all, that's not what Jesus said. Second of all, you ain't casting out nothing, but you an expert on what we did. I would rather be able to get it out after five hours versus you scared when they show up and run out the door. See, that's the judgment of this current generation. You judge me about something that you don't even have the ability to do? That's just crazy. Okay? But you got to remember, these things have been around for centuries. They existed before planet Earth and this solar system was even created. Angels were created for the universe and dimensions you don't know about, not planet Earth. Okay? And that's the only thing that they have. Their access to this realm is you. They get on the inside and they're like a criminal. You're going to have to force them out. And and when I tell you they hang on, it's it's an amazing thing to see. We're going to start showing you some of the lighter footage from ones that we have done. It's the most amazing thing to see how these things, they threaten you and talk about your mama, we're going to kill you. That's my new thing. I show up. Let me guess. You're going to kill me, my wife, my kids, my dogs, and all my families. That's right. I know that's what I've been telling when we're still living. Let's go to the next one. And they threaten you. And then when you don't go for the threat, then they start begging you. When you don't when when you don't go for the beg, they try to compromise. Okay, I mean, it's just it's just crazy because they keep doing all of this type of stuff because they're just trying to find a way to get around you. If I can just figure it's a panic mode, because when you cast them out, they then become tormented by their higher ups. I'm mean, one of the ones that my wife did with a team years ago. This, the thing was doing everything. Are y'all hot? Y'all cold? I got a taste of some catfish. I mean, each one has a different personality. And they send you. Now, you have some that are just straight. I mean, just violent, just straight. Usually, the younger the individual, the more violent they are. That's what we found. The kids have the ones that are the most violent. I mean, I asked one. I said, what is your name? Trezabel, just like that. I said, what? Don't see. <laughs> I, I said, I just laugh. And I'm like. So, so am I supposed to be scared or something because you got up in my face like that or something? Oh I I get my inner gangster out on them like crazy. Oh God. But well, see, you can't talk. I some see I was cast, I, my wife was on the stage. I was casting a demon out of this lady and, and a lot of times we do it privately so it does not happen. You know, I was casting a demon and, and the thing told me something like, shut up, that's a lie, that's a lie, you know you lying. She's like, calm down. You know they always lie. But they they press your buttons. We've had some, I don't know why I'm talking about this. We've had some where we had to walk away for a moment and cry. Because when you see how violent and wicked and vile these things are, and what they are willing to do to hang on to this soul, sometimes it breaks you, especially over the children. It breaks you. I mean, it's about two or three times I had to excuse myself. And I'm not a person that easily cries unless in the presence of God. And I've been, a couple of times I had to walk away and just weep for a second to get back over into these things. Because when I tell you these things are beyond wicked, unreal how wicked these things are, and we'll tell you, we've been working on this girl before she was born. I mean, we'll tell you, I mean, we've had ones and I tell you, oh, these are the relatives that we use to get her to the position where we could come in. They always spill the beans. But Bible says that Satan is the accuser. And people that are always gossiping always run their mouth too much. And so that's what they do. They run their mouth too much. You just let them talk and then they expose themselves. They actually tell you how to cast them out. And it usually works almost 99% of the time. (laughs) Well, a couple of times they got mad. And uh, he said, you tricked me. (laughs) Serious. I mean, it's just... It's unreal. And each one is different. It's a different personality. But you know what? Church don't believe in that. They believe in psychology. You don't have no problem. Just go take some medication. Stick them, in a, stick them in a room and let them sit there and rot for the rest of their life. And then make sure you lock the church out. But they don't have to do that because most of the church don't believe in going in in the first place. Because the church doesn't even believe in demons. And so now we got people flying into this church almost every single weekend now from around the United States because they found one place that believes the Bible. My, my daughter and I yesterday were at a cheeseburger place and the guy saw my Lionheart shirt. He said, you a deacon or something or a pastor? I said, I'm a pastor. Right in front of everybody, in front of the other employees behind the counter and, and with the uh, other customers behind me, right in front of everybody. He said, so let me ask you a question. He was a young kid. He said, when they come to Luke chapter 14 and he said, Jesus said that we could cast out demons and we could heal the sick and all that. He said, do you believe that? And I thought he was coming from a, you know, type of atheistic point of view. And I looked at him right in front of everybody. I said, absolutely. Yes. And I said, my church walks in all of it. He said, see, that's what I'm talking about. He said, ain't nobody believe it. The boy was like relieved that he finally found a pastor that actually believes that. Okay, so I gave him my card. He said, I'm calling you. Oh, God got his children in the planet for one, one reason. To Remember what Jesus said? He said, I came for one reason, to destroy the works of my enemy. Now, I'm going to go back and sit down for a while next to my father, and I'm going to wait until my enemy is made my footstool by my children then when this, Dennis, when it's our turn, he didn't, watch this, he didn't ran three quarters of the race, here we got the last leg and talking about, you know what, we tired, we don't believe in running no more. You know what, I changed my mind. I don't want to be an Olympian. I don't want to, I know we're in the Olympics and the whole world is watching us, but I don't want to represent the United States anymore. And this last leg, I'm going to just walk. I don't feel like running. This is how stupid this looks to happen. How I many you know, that ain't us. All right. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say I'm sorry because It's good. Yeah, I just need you to put it to the last one because I have no idea where I am. <laughs> Mark 6.12. All right, let's close this now. Excuse me. <clears throat> Exodus 30.26. Use this sacred oil to anoint, because you can use this also on places and things, and you're going to do that after today. Use this sacred oil to anoint the tabernacle, ark of the covenant, table, all of its utensils, the lampstand and all of its accessories, the incense altar, the altar of burnt offering all its utensils, wash basin with its stand. Consecrate them to make them absolutely holy. After this, whatever touches them will also become holy. See, it works this way, okay? If you are this way, then what belongs to you also becomes that way. So yes, your house can be considered holy. Your car can be considered holy. Holy, your bank account, everything. So he said, touch all this stuff. And when it does, he said, anything it touches, it'll become holy. Consecrate means to set apart as holy for God's use. And also means it's untouchable by sin and anything associated with darkness. Anything. How do you apply to all? Ezekiel 9, 4 through 6. He said to him, walk through the streets of Jerusalem and put a mark on their foreheads of all who weep and sigh because of all the detestable sins being committed in their city. I mean, you know, you grieve by what you see going on in this world. Then I heard the Lord say to the other men, follow him through the city and kill everyone whose forehead is not marked. Show no mercy. Have no pity. Kill them all, old and young, girls and women and little children. But do not touch anyone with that mark. Begin right here at the temple. And so they begin by killing 70 preachers. Because judgment begins at the house of God, not your backyard. He said, "Go mark these. He said, there's some stuff coming, and before we allow it to come, we're gonna mark people. Why did Christ don't even know this? We're gonna mark people. Now you can't put the oil in your head and then live Raggedy. The faith is is not actually in the oil. The faith is in what the word said about the oil. Understand what I'm saying? This is a difference. Okay. Okay. So that's how you apply it. That's how you affect it. And so in a moment, it's amazing how clear the scripture is. This is the reason why the occult talks about the third eye out of the forehead. Everything in the darkness is an imitation of the real, but the church does not know about that because they're not even doing the real. They're doing something else. Like a pastor said, if Jesus came to our churches, we would have to teach him a new doctrine because he has no idea what we're doing because what we're doing does not line up with heaven, it does not line up with the word, we're just doing church services. And the people, people have been in church for 30 years and still don't know how to get somebody saved. Don't know how to get somebody filled with the Holy Spirit. Never got anybody healed. Never did a prophetic wonder, nothing. Just going to church, okay? It was never designed that way. That's why we're going on the streets, period. That's why we're gonna blow up like crazy. And so, but that's, that's what it's for. It's just, God has certain natural things. The Bible says, great is the mystery of godliness. God uses natural things as a conduit to ride into the physical realm. He used Moses' rod. I mean, he used cloths, prayer cloths. Told you, you know, if a couple of you new here, you know, we'll do it with the cloth next time and continue that all the time. But there was a man that was on an airplane and it crashed. And he remembered the ceremony about the cloth, how they prayed over the cloths. And we did that for Father's Day last weekend and gave every man one of those cloths that my wife personally prayed over. She, she walks in that particular dimension with that particularly with the cloths. and this man and the, as the airplane was going down he tied the cloth around his neck and when the airplane crashed everybody got vaporized he walked off the, the, the plane without a scratch like superman and she's like cloth is that powerful no it's what's in it and it's what god said about it Ain't nothing magical about clothes what's magical though is when that cloth becomes holy it takes upon a different nature and it creates a force field around everything that you do and everywhere you go. So in a moment, we're going to stand and then when we do, we're going to, we're going to take the oil we're going to dab it on our foreheads and then you're going to hold your hand there and we're just going to begin to pray and you use your imagination to see yourself walking in victory. And as we start praying in the spirit, then you start speaking over yourselves what you want to see happen in your life over the next six months divine protection against all sickness and disease, divine protection about, around from kidnapping of our children and, and carjacking and, and our property being stolen, our electronic data being manipulated. Okay, um, I got a virus from another church that I spoke at. It's a, it's a seek and search and destroy virus. Went right into the church's personal file and sent me a message and tried to get me to open it. Thank God I opened it on my iPad and didn't take and I had to send it to one of our people. She said, it's a virus. It's a seeking. You gotta protect yourself from all of these things. The enemy is looking for any way to steal, kill, destroy, and frustrate. You begin to pray over those things over your car, over your house, over your children, over your relatives, over your life. One of the things that I encourage you to do is that if you have, if you have a business and you have your business card, pull that out. And not only do you put it on your forehead, but dab it on the business card. Okay. Because the, the, you remember, it's, this thing is spiritual. Great is the mystery of a godless. You can't figure out how these things work. It's the same way that the oil is a conduit. You put it on the business, and it represents that this oil is now touching your business. The Lord taught me years ago, he said, every still picture carries the live presence of the actual atmosphere where the picture was taken. He taught me that years ago. Okay. And so, when you get home, what you want to do is you want to put the oil, take it, you can do a cross or you can just put the oil on your front door, your back door, dab it on the front and the back of your car. If you have a business, do it with the front door of your business. This is you saying to the world and to the invisible realm, I'm un- that's all it says is, I'm untouchable. Any of you ever had that sensation when you were driving in traffic and it just seemed like all the cars were trying to hit you? That's very real. You weren't going crazy. There were spiritual forces trying to manipulate the drivers around you to crash into you. And and the reason why you felt it is because you see the car move, but then you see the angels smack it back and you can't see it. If you see it, it'll freak you out. It'll freak you out. They're protecting you because the enemy is always trying to kill you. Always, always, always trying to kill you. He is always looking for a way to try to kill you. And if God pulled his hand back, you'd be dead in the next 30 seconds. And every demon, almost every demon we cast out, they said, we're killing y'all. We're going to kill you. Because they're in, in their mind, they see it already done. Okay, they'll tell you we're watching you. I understand all of that. I don't I just okay. You, this, you can watch me all through the force field all you want. You may, and let me tell you, you remember the scene in Black Panther when they had that big blue force field? That's what it likes, looks like. But it's three ways. You either look like you you yourself look like a big force field of fire. This is what the occult has shared with us. You yourself look like a force field of fire, or. They said, you are surrounded by a wall of fire no matter where you go. They said, we can see you in Walmart. And if you wanted them untouchable ones, they said, it'll be a wall of fire around you. And then this is my favorite. And they said, and this one is the killer. They said, sometimes we see you and when we see you in the spirit, you're you're actually walking in an ocean of blood, which is the blood of Jesus Christ. And so when that oil comes upon your forehead, it activates that and 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 then th- they know in that realm yeah we can get them we can't get to them remember what Job? remember what satan Then we're gonna stand you remember what satan told god about Job? he said no wonder why he blessed no wonder why he's the richest man on the east side of the planet not the east side the east side of the planet he said there's a reason for that he said you blessed the work of his hand and he said you put a hedge around him that hedge means a force field made out of fire and light And he said, you put it around him, his family, and all of his property, including his houses and all of his sheep, everything. He said, we can't get to him because you got a force field around him because he's untouchable. And so, and then, you know, through a chain of events for certain reasons, we don't have time. God let the force field down to prove to Satan that the man wouldn't break. There's certain men that are ordained for that. God will use them to show Satan I'm going to let you destroy everything about this man and unfortunately Job was going to see his family members. that's crazy to some of y'all but it just meant much bigger things I'm going to let the man lose everything to prove you that that man is for me and he's not going to break and he didn't and he got double back including double children, double prosperity, everything so that's rare, that's just for a few selected men in the planet that very rarely happens um, you can count on your hand with broken fingers the amount of time that happens you know but, but the point that I'm making is Satan knew that there was a force field and told God I can't get to the man And you read that in in the Bible, and that's a man who was on the old covenant. The Bible says that we live in a better and a new covenant. That man was not born again. Jesus hadn't come yet. That was God's servant. We are his sons. So you think God got a force field around his servant, but don't God run around his son? And then the Bible says you have the Holy Ghost, and that the Holy Ghost is the down payment based on what's coming in the future? And you think it ain't no force field around you? Man, you must be crazy. That's why I go outside without nothing. I'm not wearing no bodysuit. I'm not wearing no mask. I'm not wearing no goggles. I'm not wearing no hats. I'm not wearing nothing. I'm not offended at people that do that. I'm just saying that that's the reason why my faith is at a particular place. You get the manifestation of what you unconsciously believe. I forget there is a problem until I go outside. And when I'm driving, I forget it's a problem until I go into a store or turn on the news. So y'all ready? Let's go ahead and stand. Thank you, O oh Lord. So go ahead and open up the top and anybody that will hear this online or watching us, you can just simply listen to this recording, go to the store and uh, get your own olive oil and do the exact same thing, you know. Father, we thank you. So, does everyone have one of these that desires one? Glad I recognize everybody here. Good. Okay. So, I'm going to pray a general prayer over it. First, we're going to bless it. Okay. You have to pray over it to turn it into that. You activate it. It's called an activation. And then after I pray over it, You know, we'll then begin to just pray in the Holy Ghost. Take a dab of it and begin to put it on your forehead. Just hold your hand there and just begin to pray and I'm going to prophesy over you, etc. So just lift it up for a moment, Father, in Jesus' name. This is your holy oil. It's made out of pressed olives because that olive is your fruit that you have dedicated as a conduit to ride into this planet, to activate force fields. So, O Lord God, thank you that your sons and daughters are here. Your precious children, sons and daughters of the Most High King. Thank you, O Lord God. That because we are king's kid, we have invisible bodyguards and systems and forces that keep us safe because we belong unto you. Your word says if as two of us would agree in regards to anything we would ask, it would be done by our Father which is in heaven. So in the name of Jesus Christ, because this is your oil dedicated for these things, right now in the name of Jesus Christ, we declare that this is your holy oil and that it activates now. It becomes a form of liquid fire. It becomes a form of protection on the heads of each and every one of us so that no matter where we go, we will be known as those that cannot be touched. We will be known as those that cannot be fooled with. We will be known as those that are members of the kingdom of light. Thank you, O Lord God, for doing this. We praise you for it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Go ahead and dab some of it on your finger. Just begin to put it on your head. Then close the top. Just begin to put your hand on your head like this and then we just begin to pray let's just first start praying in the Holy Ghost see those things that you've been struggling with disappearing because the struggle is over see those things that have been messing with you now being messed with by the fire of the Holy Ghost Rongo yo shef and ndi andoro ko makaya. Be she memesi andoko roma makaya. Mendele ndi ende ke she baba yo she. Ishi andongo makoya. come on lift up your voice. Go rongo yana mashaya. This is fire not water. Me je baba sandala rash. Yes, Mama, Kassandolo, Mama Jepe, Reme, Jekyandongoyo. Just continue praying in the Holy Ghost for a moment as this liquid fire activates all around you, as it begins to move to your address in the name of Jesus and your businesses, as it covers your family and your relatives and your children. Oh, Brangoyo, Shende, ando roko Shandaya, Shende, Liri, ki, Deki, Ishiyama, Mango, Broko, Mama ya, now as you continue to pray in tongues, begin to mix it with declarations over your household. Father, in the name of Jesus, we declare, oh Lord God, that this oil is activated on our foreheads in the name of Jesus. No weapon that is formed against us will prosper. We declare, oh Lord God, that we are protected from the hand of the enemy. We will not be stolen from. We will not be killed. None of us will be in a train or airplane crash. None of us will get in any car accidents, our kids, oh Lord God, will not be kidnapped and molested. We declare, oh Lord God, that our property will not be stolen. We declare that our electronic data, oh Lord God, is covered and no virus will be able to take over our computers. We declare, oh Lord God, that money will not be stolen or drained out of our bank accounts. We declare, oh Lord God, that it matters not how many viruses come into this planet. We declare, oh Lord God, that we are healed from the top of our head to the soles of our feet by the word of God in the power of this Holy Ghost anointing oil. We declare, oh Lord God, that every evil force is driven out. We declare that the depression is lifted in this place. Frustration and confusion is lifted in this place. We declare this the oil of wisdom and we declare wisdom, O oh Lord God, to propel us forth into the future in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We declare this the oil of favor and that favor goes before us as a sword and a shield. What they said we cannot have is already ours therefore we thank you that you will show us how to get it thank you lord that every closed door is now open and everyone that needs to be closed is slammed shut in the name of jesus we thank you lord god that satan and his team is locked out poverty is locked out sickness and disease is locked out in the name of jesus christ we bless and honor you, O oh Lord God. Thank you, O oh Lord God, that this is the oil of favor. This is the oil of blessing. This is the oil of promotion and prosperity and increase. This is the blood. This is the oil of healing. This is the oil of protection. This is the oil of wisdom. This is the oil of invincibility. So we thank you, O oh Lord God, that this is activated. Thank you, O oh Lord God, that regardless of how dark it gets in the world, you said in the word that you have made us to be signs and wonders. So we thank you that light increases on the inside of our mind minds, on the inside of our bodies, on the inside of our bank accounts, on the inside of our households, on the inside of our employers, and the inside of our businesses, in the name of Jesus Christ. So we bless and honor you. We thank you. Now let's lift our hands and give God thanks, for he is the ultimate king that protects his children. In these last days, we'll have joy unspeakable and peace that passes all understanding. Blessed be your holy name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We bless and honor you. Thank you, O oh Lord Jesus. Glories of God. Hallelujah. Thank him and bless him and praise him. Thank him for plucking you out of this world and letting you be a part of the most glorious kingdom that ever existed and will never end. We bless and praise you, O oh Lord. We magnify you. And we give you thanks. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah glory to God hallelujah we thank you oh father God now father in Jesus name we thank you O oh Lord God that we have done this we have in, we have done it in obedience to your word so now I thank you oh Lord God that success will flow like a river on the inside on the outside of your people inside and outside oh Lord God favor will flow Like a river inside and outside It will restore things That have been lost It will give things that have been held Back It will advance us into areas where we have been Held down For I thank you Lord God that this is the oil of favor It's the oil of blessing It's the oil of protection It is your holy oil Thank you Lord God for using this In order to bless and protect your people In these last days And we thank you for it now in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen, amen, amen. How many glad you came out today? Glory to God, hallelujah. Y'all haven't seen nothing yet. We only get just ready, getting ready to get started. Hallelujah. So, again, okay, it's activated on you. Now this has already been activated. You know, and just as a just as a sign, you all, don't, don't, don't make a mocker of it and don't play with it with people. You know, because uh, the Bible calls it strange fire. This is for people that belong to God. Now, it's okay if, if, if you're led to pray for a person on your job or on the street, and you pull this out. You can even show them the scriptures because if you show them the scriptures, their faith will increase because you showed it to them. So it's, it's okay for you to use this. I'm just saying, don't make light of it. That, you know, when you uh, tr- for you all that travel and have your own businesses, or even if you're going out of town, put this in your purse and put it in your bag. You know, I always take it with me when I travel and when I go into a hotel room because I don't know who or what has been in there. I don't know who or what. Okay, that's very important for you all that travel. It's a lot of mess that goes on in these hotel rooms. One of the craziest stories I ever heard is Bishop William said he and a couple of his ministers, they were traveling in another place to go speak. And he said when they opened up the hotel room, they said there stood a man with no face in an all-black robe with a hood on. He was standing there looking at him he said they opened at the door and he was already standing there looking at him like this and he said they just stopped you know something like that i just you don't even know what to do you know what i'm saying he said they just stopped and looked at it and he said they watched the thing turn around like this real fast and turn into a big black bird and then he was on the outside of the window even though it was closed and he said the big black bird screamed at them and then they took off and there's a different level of authority now, how many you know, you back at the hotel desk saying, hey, I'm out. Y'all can keep my money. There's something wrong with this hotel. But it's a different, there are different levels to this. Bishop O'Junipo said, to show you who we belong to, we will not even pray about this. We will go to bed. See, we, the church is too moved by evil. <laughs> the devil is busy. Yeah, you're supposed to be busier. Scientifically, there is no darkness that can fool with light. And the Bible says, you're either darkness or you're light. So, there's a lot of things I don't respond to because I responded to it with, with a form of giving you respect. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, don't, I don't respect an and sit up there and analyze a little Annie Annie. You know, boom, you just stomp on the thing. Get out of my, you know. Psh. You ever seen people that try to coax a fly out the, out the door like this? No, you're supposed to get a fly swatter. Anyway. Some people like bugs, though, so I don't mean to offend you if you've got ladybugs in your house and spiders and all of that type of stuff. Help us, Father. Okay, so, all right. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, so again, do those things. Go home, you know, with your house, your cars. Uh, you are welcome to place this on your children when you get home. It's already activated. And just declare those things over them in the name of Jesus. And we are going to see, again, we always said that this would be a testimony church. We already ha- we have so many testimonies that come in every single day that I have to give them to my sister so she can start outlining because we can't even keep up with them. Great, you know you're part of a good church when the congregation members have a flood of testimonies. Okay, that means it's working. Okay, and if somebody else gets blessed ahead of you, know that your turn is next. Okay, hallelujah. Okay. So, alrighty, I think that is all set. I am. Uh, I recognize pretty much everybody and so if-